Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hola, I'm Susie Perry. Welcome to the BT Sport MotoGP podcast from Barcelona. What a couple of weeks it's been for Andrea De Vizioso. Two wins in his career until two weeks ago, and then two in eight days. In this podcast, you can hear from Dobby, Mark Marquez, Danny Pedroza, Joan Zarco, Davide Tardotti, Alex Marquez, Tom Luti, Joan Mir, Jorge Martin, Colin Edwards, Neil Hodgson, Gavin Emmett, Keith Ewan, and Julian Ryder. But before we do, here is how the MotoGP race was won. Andrea De Vizioso is going to win the Grand Prix of Catalonia. For the second weekend in a row, it is the Italian on a Ducati that takes the top slot and the win. Gigi Delinia, along with Paolo Giabatti, is absolutely ecstatic with a big wheelie over the line. A class finish for a class act on a motorcycle that's come good at the right time of the year. Mark Marquez is second. Danny Pedrosa, the pole man, ends up in third place. Zarco is just about going to roll through. Lorenzo's across the line in fourth. In fifth place, Zarco goes through from Folga. And that is a better Grand Prix than I thought we were going to get tyre-wise. I thought it was going to be a real lottery towards the end. Bautista gets seventh, Rossi is eighth. Barbara in front of Vinales in tenth place. Crutchlow hangs on for eleventh from Baz. Reading, Abraham should be next up for a couple of points and Rabat should get a point in fifteenth place as well. We are here in the centre of the party, Italian party, Davide Tavazzi, very excited. This is such a great day for the yeah, team. Yeah, since uh, we do not have uh, any more those fast riders on the grid, it seems everything is easier. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dovi did a fantastic job, uh, while uh, Jorge, Jorge did uh, a good job too, because he did a fourth place uh, uh, because he wants this place and uh, he recover a good position in the end and as a team we are very very happy what's the difference at the moment between jorge and andrea uh, first of all jorge had uh, the hard tire on the back uh, he made this choice that uh, it seems that uh, he paid in the end of the race but uh, uh, in the middle uh, he was uh, scared to push uh, i mean 
he had not uh, the, the, the best feeling. Uh, the difference is that uh, Andrea knows very well uh, this bike. Uh, it's suiting uh, his riding style, uh, braking hard and uh, staying lean uh, not so much, while uh, Jorge is leaning uh, a lot and uh, he carries the corner speed, and uh, our bike, it seems, that uh, doesn't carry the corner speed like he wants. Okay, so as far as I've never really quite seen such a tactical looking race. Dovi got out right behind Pedrosa and just sat there and sat there. We know that Ducati can pass the Honda any day of the week. Was this something y'all discussed? Was this a plan? Yeah. Uh, this is what uh, we discussed this morning after the warm-up, and uh, I guess that is uh, almost obvious that Dovi stayed there for 10 laps, waiting, waiting, and then when he decided uh, when he decided to go, uh, he passed uh, Danny quite easy, and uh, he go out. And obviously, it's a, every year is a big year, but it's a big year for Ducati, a massive investment with the Jorge. Be honest with us, were you starting to panic a little bit? The start of the season, there were some areas where it didn't look fantastic. Did you always believe, did you know that this, this day was coming? That's our stranglers. We always trust. You always believe? Yeah, we yeah. We always believe that Jorge can do it. Jorge is a good uh, uh, team rider because uh, he makes a good atmosphere. He went under the podium even here to clap the hands uh, to Dovi and the relationship between him, the engineer and uh, Dovi is perfect. And, and, have you made any small changes though for these, let's say for these last two rounds? Because taking the wings off your, the yeah. wing banners affected yeah. you guys more than anybody. Yeah. yeah. As, as, have you been changing something to, uh, you know, I to make the difference? I think that uh, the last test we did here and uh, Mugello helps us uh, a lot, but uh, I mean, it's just a matter of uh, setting. We didn't change uh, big things. We set better the bike uh, on the electronics and uh, we found something uh, good for Dovi that it seems that it works perfectly in Mugello and here. And the change of the tyres that we've talked about endlessly, the, the, the change of the Michelin tyres, that, that's obviously helped you guys as well. The change of the front tyre? Yeah. Uh, we no. was against. <laughs> Jorge was against and, know, and Dovi, okay, for I... Dovi was... Uh, no problem. I mean, one or the other was the same. But Cal Crutchlow told us they were building a Ducati tire. Yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> no, and what? And Cal also... is always funny, but he has to remember that uh, uh, on the one in uh, Jerez dominating, uh, Yamaha was incredibly dominating in Le Mans, and but we Cal is very funny. And, and we talked about it, the team, and what Susie was talking about the, the it being a stronger construction for Divizio, so that suits his style with his heavy braking. Yeah, that seems to have worked. That's why. But it's since they've changed the yeah. front tyre, he's won two races. Not one race. No, 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 in 166 races. Dovi always, always said that for, for him it was not the problem one or the other, while Jorge preferred the other. Okay. Can we talk about what you just mentioned there um, about Jorge with the corner speed? Because that, that's, that's not a, a way the Ducati works, is it? So has he got to work uh, more on his style? Normally not. Normally not. Uh, Ducati has uh, a good engine on the straight and uh, brakes uh, really well. He's very good on braking. And uh, normally the, the rider pick up immediately the bike uh, to have uh, the, 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 the good acceleration we have. I don't know what he was doing toward the end of the race. Obviously, the beginning, okay, something in the middle. But at the end of the race, he was... He looked great. His pace looked good. He passed some guys. He looked fantastic. Yeah, honestly, we haven't discussed yet about uh, the central part of the race. I, I will ask later when he's more relaxed because uh, I'm not really happy about uh, uh, those laps. He did uh, six, seven laps uh, very slow. 
I do not know why. We will discuss about this uh, later on, but uh, in the end, it is a good uh, start and a good end. It looked like he lost his rhythm a little bit there, I'm guessing. One question I've got for you. So has Ducati's main problem of this turning that we've talked about, and I know you're bored of talking about it because it's all that we talk about. Are they solved now? Have they gone? No, it's not solved. It's not solved. Still an area uh, you still, need to work on. The, the problem is still there. We need to work uh, on the frame, on a few parts of the bike uh, to help the rider for, for the turning. Davide, thanks so much for your insight and thanks for your time as always. Uh, always really fascinating. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Let's hear from the race winner today. Here's Andrea De Vizio. So we go. Dovi, if last week was bellissimo, I'm not sure what's better than that this week because you've done it to perfection. Tactically, how hard was that race to work out? It was a very strange race, uh, like I said before the race. And it, it was even more because to win a race and don't push 100% never happened to me. <laughs> it's something very strange because the, the, the heat was too much and uh, there was no grip. And you couldn't push because uh, the front tire, but especially the rear, uh, the, the drop, it was too much. So how do you control that? I didn't push. I was behind Danny, and also Danny didn't push. We ride uh, in a really smooth way. I think both we put a, a very smooth pa uh, map about the power. We never use the, the potential of the bike. And also with that, we finish the tire at the end of the race. So it was the right, the right strategy, and, but it's so nice to be to, to, to leading, to be on front and not pushing. It's something really strange that it happened today. Uh, wow, when you, when you have that feeling, you can realize nothing is impossible in the life. It's very difficult to explain, but it was like this. Clearly nothing's impossible. The championship isn't impossible. You're seven points behind. There is still... 11 races to go after this one and some strong ones for you coming up. Well, I don't want to say anything about championship because every time we go in the track we say something and a different thing. So <laughs> I don't know and I will leave uh, uh, every weekend uh, like uh, like uh, the first race. I know you can believe it in Mugello, but now to win two in the dry, back to back, what does that mean about you, the Ducati, the whole package, the whole team, how it's working? Well, this weekend it was a strange, strange weekend, not the normal weekend of MotoGP. But at the end, everybody are in the same situation and we manage in a better way. So, for sure, now we feel uh, more confident and, and to thinking about the championship. But to say we can fight for the championship is not the time to thinking about that. And still we have uh, a, a few things where we have to improve to be really competitive. So I'm focused on that because I know very well what we need. We'll just say super bellissimo then and enjoy it. Congratulations yet again, Andrea. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, bellissimo again. Come on now. Sure it was enough. totally bellissimo. These are, these are fantastic celebrations. And he had a bit more in the can. And um, it just hats off. Hats off to him for being so honest. It's mm. not like, well, I wrote, I did everything I mm. could do. You know, I mean, that's normally how we felt when we won races. <laughs> He was totally honest about it. I didn't push. No, I was just cruising around. Yeah, and, that, and that's not arrogant. That's just pure honesty. He was surprised yeah. by that, I think, mm. wasn't he? Yeah, well, he, he knows how hard he's pushed in the past to finish eighth place in races, <laughs> yeah. fifth place. You know, your ride is just as hard. And just, I think a lot of it is his mental state. He's in such a good place. Yeah. He's got that last bit. I always talk about the confidence. And it's your perfect example. He'd never won in the dry. 
He wins one and then he wins the weekend after. I mean, it's yeah. all about confidence. Exceptional, isn't it? Right, shall we start, go back to the start then and have a look? Because, uh, well, there was action from the start, really. Yeah, there Petrucci, was. Uh, can you just yeah, explain you can this to us. And I don't, you know, I don't know what happened here. I don't think he intentionally went left. You just kind of get your balance that way. Front wheel's a little bit in the air. Next thing you know, there's Marquez. And uh, yeah, it could have turned out really ugly. I crashed one time in, in I think it was 03 on the Aprilia, like this on the front straight in uh, South Africa, and it was not nice. And so, I mean, fortunately, they were all up and okay and continued. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's see if, if Mark says something about this. We can hear from him now because he's chatting with Gavin. Gavin. Mark, I don't know if you count the fall on the podium to add to your falls this weekend, but I don't know how you do it throughout the weekend. All those crashes that you have, trying to find the limit, and yet you bring the bike home. Just tell us how you've managed it this weekend. Honestly, before the race, I felt much more pressure than uh, when I fight for the championship in the in the last race. Uh, you know, after uh, five crashes during the weekend, uh, every time, if you check a little bit, it was after 10 laps, one crash. No, <laughs> this was uh, was difficult. Uh, even I crashed on the pit lane <laughs> this morning. <laughs> so, so it was uh, really difficult. And, uh, and I know that uh, if I didn't finish the race, the people, the journalists will push me. Uh, we would never dream of it. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure, but uh, you do your job, eh? and, uh, and I'm completely agree because uh, it's like this. But uh, anyway, uh, when you need to make the differences in these situations, you need to keep strong, keep your style. And, uh, and before the race, I say, hey, uh, this mark uh, won on 2013, 14. Uh, we must to keep pushing, we must to, to believe, uh, we never give up. And, uh, and in the end on the race, I was careful, of course, but uh, I pushed like, uh, like always. Uh, yeah, Dovi was saying about how smooth you had to ride today to keep the tyres in check. How hard is that for you to, you know, to change the style a little bit? Yeah, it was, uh, it was really difficult and uh, even like me, I was riding quite smooth uh, for my style. Mm. I was trying to be very, very smooth and uh, on that situation, Danny is uh, one of the best ones. But today I say, okay, uh, I will copy all the lines of Danny and then I will push, I will do my style uh, for a few laps. But uh, Dobby, I was able to be behind him, but uh, what we lose on the straight uh, was too much. And then uh, was nothing to, to do, but uh, he did a really great job. It was strange to see you off the podium last time out and then you're back here now. So we don't know what to expect in Aston and Saxering in the next races. Do you know? Impossible to know. I think it's impossible to know. Uh, like you see, it's really up and downs. Uh, the positive thing for us is like uh, Yamaha also have some uh, circuits that he, they struggle. And lucky for us, uh, we struggle in more circuits than them. But, uh, but anyway, we are there. We must to keep pushing because I know and I believe that uh, when I will come back with the front feeling, I can be very strong. Great job again, Mark. Well done. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Yeah, probably worth mentioning four podiums in nine races. Uh, so it was a great job today getting on the podium and a massive outbreak of honesty going on in MotoGP today. He followed Danny round. Yeah, but copied, copied the lines. lines. Uh, you know, we've never known Marquez to be smooth. He actually looked pretty good the whole race. Some of the braking techniques, typical Marquez, but he kept it on two wheels. So he's had a hard time doing that this yeah. weekend for most of it. But uh, good job getting on the podium. He had to be smooth, though, didn't he? Otherwise, he wouldn't have been on the podium. He, re he really did. And it, interesting what he says about how much he's losing on the straights. Every interview he's done recently, he's said that. And it's becoming to be frustrating for the Honda boys. I mean, he's losing about 0.3 to the Ducatis every time you go on the straight. And then he has to make that up every lap just to do the same lap time as them. So they've got some work to do. Isn't it interesting, though, when, when you hear him talking about the way that he can change, he can flick a 
switch and change. And we watched him last year uh, mentally change and say, right, I'm not going to win or bin. I'm going to go for the point sometimes and just, you know, just go steady. And <laughs> what, what you like? You forgot that, that this weekend. <laughs> yes, yeah, he forgot that, that most of the weekend. It, it, yeah, but he remembered it, it right in the mattered, nick of time. Yes. When it mattered, what he did was follow Danny, and he, he was smooth, and then beat Danny. I'm yeah, sure Danny will love that. He, he asked for way too much a few times this weekend, yeah. six times, five times to be exact. But uh, when it come race time, yes, absolutely, he, he did what he had to do. And he's got a great sense of humour. I mean, rolling around the floor like a Jack Russell. He's, <laughs> like, he's just taking the mickey out of himself it, all it's weekend. It's the best way to deal with it, really. I mean, we actually respect him that he can crash so many times and it not bother him. I mean, he's a special motorcycle race. I've it's never known bionic. anyone like that. It's like he's bionic. And he can he's just bionic. Get up and walk he is away. bionic. He's rock hard. He never lets go of the bike. When he crashes, he keeps hold of it. It picks it up before the marshals do. He runs faster than the marshals with it. He's a machine. Yeah, he really is a machine. He's a, he's a man machine. Let's hear from uh, Danny Pedrosa now, who would, had really been looking very strong all weekend and ended up third. I wonder how he's taken that. Danny, well, a lot of people were thinking it might happen today, and it looked at one point as if you were just managing the race to perfection there. Tell us what happened from that, that halfway point on. Well, uh, I was trying to, to manage my tyres all the way because since the beginning I felt the, 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 the grip was not there. I couldn't have enough uh, grip on the rear, and I was struggling on the, on the, on the front to, to, because I missed the rear grip. So uh, I was managed... I, I tried to manage the, the, the tires and at one point when I was leading, uh, I, I tried not to push too much. So the group was, was there, everyone was following and maybe they could uh, break a little bit more early, save a little bit even more of the tires uh, at this stage. Uh, I could see bike, the Vicioso's bike here in the straight line every time, shutting the throttle uh, not to overtake me. So I understood, uh, it was a difficult situation. But, you know, uh, we had to manage the race. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't push uh, all we want. Uh, but overall, it was a good weekend. Paul and third place is magnificent here in front, of the, in front of the people, especially if we consider the last, the last race, which was not good. So very happy to be on the podium, some points, and, and we now need to work again to find the best compromise for the front feeling. You know when you talk about the rear grip there, with your size sometimes, we know in the past it, it was hard for you to get to get it working and it was spinning a lot. Was it was it the spin that was the problem? Uh, front slide and rear spin, yes. Unfortunately, uh, but many, many bikes today were struggling on the track. Uh, fortunately, we were still okay to manage the podium. So uh, happy, good points and uh, focus, focus again. How much work is still to be done to make sure that this bike is working everywhere? You know, when we, we don't know what's going to happen at the next race. We don't know. We don't know either. <laughs> it, it's, it's hard to say and actually we don't know what to, what to expect. So we need to be super focused for the next situation. Uh, obviously, we, we would like that we can keep the line, the good line. Danny, thanks. Great job again. Well done. Thank you. We started off the day, of course, with Moto3. It's the last lap then. Has Jorge Martin timed it right? It oh, Mia. Mia. That Fanati has always looked a little slack there. And through has come Mia and has forced Fanati. Now it's all going to be down to the chicane then. 
Martin is forced out by Mia, and that is push shove and determination indeed. Joe and Mia, your series leader, didn't get there without a bit of pushing and shoving. He's made it through to lead and win <laughs> the Catalan Grand Prix at the last gasp in the Formula One chicane. Joe Mia wins from Fanati, from your pole sitter, who is thwarted yet again through that forceful Mia. <laughs> what a ride from Joe Mia. What a ride from all of that front group. We welcome one of the superstars from Moto3, Jorge Martin, today, who went from pole position, and uh, he'd just been watching that highlights package with us, and I was watching your face at various stages. You were pretty happy with what you saw, but the end of that uh, wasn't really what you wanted. Congratulations on, on your podium today. Can we go back to the start of the race, where you're in pole position, okay. and, and you seem to be looking down at your bike, and then what, what happened at the start there? Well, I made a really, really big mistake because I want to make the perfect start because I expect to go away from the from the group. But then I was looking the RPM and it was a disaster. But well, I just stay calm, I try to recover as soon as possible. And then I, I was again on the lead, pushing so hard. And at the end, I was struggling all the time in the fourth sector. And Mir passed me there and, and yeah, again on the podium. So I thought you were texting your girlfriend on the start. Maybe you had to make sure it went through. Yeah, I was <laughs> looking, like... I don't know where. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah. but so, um, my question is, on the last lap, because you came the whole front straight away, nobody passed you, sure, you have to be thinking, ah, maybe, you know. Yeah, I was expecting on the straights a lot of, yeah. a lot of moves, but then any, anyone passed me, so I was really relaxed. I see you closed the door, you yeah. closed the door, so I was like, oh, okay, but then when Mir passed you, you expected him to pass you there? there. <laughs> I didn't expect that move. Uh, I wait for the next corner. The next one, yes. And he did amazing there. And also he stopped me good, so also Fenati passed me. Uh, but well, this is racing and happy to be back here. And we've seen you have a fantastic season. You know, you had a great season last year on the Mahindra, but this year, what's changed with you? Because consistently on the podium. Well, basically the, the Honda, no? Uh, I make the it's same. It's a lot better. Yeah, the Honda is another world. This bike is amazing. Also my team uh, is making a great job and we, we, we are almost ready for the win. Okay, well, exactly, that's my next yeah. question to you. Your qualifying has been outstanding this year, superb five-pole positions. When are we going to see you on the top step? Yeah, we are really, really fast. Uh, from the beginning of the year, I'm really confident with the bike. Uh, and I think this, this race was my, the best race of my life because I did amazing all the race. I was pushing, leading, fighting. Uh, and yeah, uh, I don't know. It's, yeah, we are ready for win. It's only a matter of time. It's only yeah. a matter of time. I'm sure when, when the first one arrives, uh, it will be a lot of wins. Yes. Uh, and what can you learn? You know, you said at the end, I don't want to watch this last bit, because this is the first time you'd seen this, this, you know, the replays of it. Watching it back now, have you learned something already today? Uh, today I learned like uh, the first four races already, because I was battling a lot. And yeah, I didn't want to see, but I need to see to improve uh, my, my result for next race. And yeah, he did amazing. I should close the door there, and I didn't close. And, and yeah, I, need, I will try to make better in the next one. Jorge, one final question for you. Was that today one of the hardest races of the years? Of uh, the it year? was really, really hard because of the hot conditions. Uh, with the Moto3 also, we struggle a lot with the tires because you make like 10 laps good, and then it's always sliding. But we were all in the same situation, uh, and I, I felt great. Uh, in front of the others, and, and yeah, it was a hard, a hard race. Okay, Jorge, well, congratulations today Thank you very on much. your podium. We look forward Thank to you. The, the win coming soon.
Okay, bye. Thank you very much. Well, I guess that you could say the one rider that made it all work perfectly for him was Joanne Mir. However you look at it, he was on the top step today, and we can get his thoughts. Swan, congratulations on that result today. 45 points now, the gap in the championship. I'm sure you're not thinking about that just yet, but talk, talk us through that last lap and planning those. Did you plan them? Did you know they were gonna, those gaps were going to be there? No, because on during the race, I, I never uh, overtake there. So uh, it's, I said, OK, this is a, a point when, when I can overtake maybe on the last lap, but it was really difficult. No, uh, Happy because uh, I didn't crash, so this is a good thing. Uh, I'm happy because uh, today I managed the race really good. I stay there in the group without taking any risk, and on the last lap I give all, but uh, uh, hope to continue like this. We've just had the news that you're signed up for four years with the Mark VDS team. What's made you make that decision? Uh, well, uh, I'm happy to, to be on the, in Moto2 with, with that team because for me, I think that is the best one. And, uh, but this uh, makes me keep calm uh, this year, M makes me to, to be calm, and uh, this is a good thing. But to, uh, this year, I, I have to finish uh, well with, with Leopard, and then in November, uh, we, uh, you can ask again, uh, <laughs> Moto2, what do you think? But now it's not in my mind, Moto2, it's Moto3. Okay, it's great news. Let's hope it all works out for you later on this year. Well done, Juan. Thank you. Yeah, so it's been confirmed today that he'll be moving up to Moto2 and there were rumours this morning, then we had confirmation. He says it's not in his mind. He's, but really? He's so full of it. He's got four, <laughs> four paid years ahead of him. No, I mean, of course that's on his mind. Sometimes it can mess with you, though, when you've signed something like that. I mean, I'm not sure. We don't know him well enough to know if he will kind of take the foot off the gas. He's so young. We don't know him, but no. it has happened in the past. It has it? happened in the, back, the past. We don't know him well enough. But with what we've seen today. Yeah, he's, a, he's outstanding, isn't he? Is, he? He's the real deal. It's a cheesy sort of line. He is the real deal. And a, and a four-year deal means, do you know what that means? Two plus two, that means yeah. two years in Moto2, two years in MotoGP. That's what he's thinking already. Yeah, and we talked about him earlier, and you said, yeah, same as you, real deal, and looking forward, you know, we're looking at a future he's possible fast. MotoGP yeah. world champion right there, yeah. aren't we? We're talking all things Moto2 now. We've got Tom Lutie coming up for you in just a moment. Oh, Trotter's crashed. Let's take another look at it. Trotter's on 23. It's just... Oh, oh it's a bubble from Naka Nakagami. Out. Nakagami backed up into him. Alex Marquez is going to win the Catalonian Moto2 Grand Prix. It's been a class ride for Marquez the Younger as he comes to take the checkered flag here for Moto2. Alex Marquez dominant here in Montmelo. Tom Lutey uh, today on the podium, a great ride. It looked like a hard day out there. Oh, yeah, it was uh, incredible tough, especially that heat, you know, not yeah. only for physical for the body, but also for the tyres. It was like kind of swimming around and, uh, you know, one of the keys to to manage to, to bring the tyre over distance, yeah. Yeah, we don't normally have to think about that with Dunlops, do we? When you've got a track temperature of over 50 degrees. You yeah, know, it, was, uh, it was really tough, but actually it was like kind of, uh, I expected, you know, how the race would be, it was like, uh, I mean, Marcus had the pace, he had it in the warm-up already, and my plan was actually to, yeah, try to have a good start, and maybe I get the chance to break into him, you know, break his rhythm a little bit, but I didn't have the chance at all after this, what happened in the first corner. I mean, I had really a good start, I came really well 
off from the line and then I tried, I was on the outside, you know, I could not go to the inside and uh, see. Morbidelli right here coming up the inside and just kind of pushes both of y'all Yeah, out. exactly. And I mean, Passini had to open up, I had to open up and then I had no choice. I had to go uh, and cut this chicane and then uh, I was behind Passini, yeah. Uh, and then I had to, to catch up these guys again and this was like kind of hard work. And it's been an interesting season because we'd say oh, Frankie Morbidelli dominate at first and now he's... He's, I mean, he's not, I'm not saying he's doing bad, but he, he looks like he's human. And obviously he's beatable. You beat him twice now. Closing on the championship. Are you starting to believe that this year could be your year? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we still believe it. We believed it all the races, after the races before as well. I mean, he won many races this year, four, I think. And uh, I knew all the time he's not unbeatable, you know, this season. And uh, you have to believe in yourself. And I think it's really important to... To, to continue the work, you know, take race by race, practice by practice and continue working, you know. I think we, we can be even stronger uh, as long as the season goes. Do you prefer the tracks coming up? Yes, this one here was a tough one. I mean, we were struggling in, uh, in Jerez, actually, and uh, now here this weekend we were also struggling a little bit, but we managed well to come back to the race, and uh, I'm looking forward to the to the next races. I mean, Assen is, is great, it's brilliant. Just a big question about the weather always yeah, there, but yeah. I mean, we, uh, we do the sport outside, so we riders are blaming all the time about the weather. Now we have sunshine, we blame <laughs> yeah, about the heat, yeah. and when then it's rain, and we blame about the rain. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's always the same with these riders. <laughs> Tom, it's fascinating to hear you talking about, first of all, you were talking about the race plan, and when something like that happens at the beginning, it takes, it takes its toll on what you wanted to do, but you did get back there. And in terms of the championship, you know, even though Frank, Frankie's been dominating at times, four wins, you know, it's dominant, you've always been right there behind and and the and the gap in the championship you've kept it so so tight so it, is it a case of pouncing when you can you know taking taking every opportunity that you can long term i think so that's uh that's an important point yeah i mean by the end of the day as a rider you want to be you want to have that top spot you know you want to beat everybody uh, after the weekend, you know, and I didn't have this this victory yet this season, but um, we we try to to get there, you know, and I think it's important to to be there as close as possible, and as soon as we get the chance to take it, you know, to take that victory. I think this is an important point. Yeah. Yeah. It looked today, I mean, obviously we know it's hot, we keep talking about it. I thought when you got behind Bassini, I thought you were going to close him a little bit, but it's, we know the moto too. You have to be inch perfect and you make one small mistake, you know, it, it's not the big accordion effect like Moto Grand Prix bikes, but it looked tough when you're behind him just to try and catch him. Yeah, exactly. It was it was exactly this situation, you know. Try, I, I could smell the second place already or fight for the second place, you know. So I risk a lot. I tried, I tried, and then I get a little bit in trouble with the front tire. So I had two, three moments, and then yeah, maybe it's important to be clever enough, you know, and then to say, okay, I need to defend the third place and take this third place because today was not more possible point, and I have to to respect the situation you know but maybe on the next race the situation is different i think it's uh, it's quite an important point yeah tom thanks so much for your time today it's always really fascinating to hear you chat and Thank we you. wish you the best for for aston and of course moving forward and we're Thank always here much. watching your progress so uh, thank you very much thanks a lot okay and let's have a look then at the championship standings because it's closed right down now tom is just seven points behind the championship leader Franco Morbidelli, uh, Alex Marquez is in third place, then Miguel Oliveira fourth, Mattia Pacini fifth now in the standings, then Francesco Bagnaia 
Taka Nakagami is seventh, Domi Ergata eighth, Luca Marini is ninth, and in tenth is Xavi Vieira. Now we can cross over to the boys in the box, our commentators, who've been watching everything with uh, with beady eyes, I think you could say, and uh, they've probably been, you know, sweating in that box somewhat, I would imagine. Beady so eyes and sweaty brows. You're right there, Suze, I have to tell you. Uh, but me and Julian have been sitting here thinking about what we've just seen today. It's nice to be able to digest it while you guys are still working. I think the biggest thing for us was Alex Marquez. I mean, Moto3, it took him a while to come of age. He won the World Championship. Right now, with that performance, he really has got to grips now with Moto2, Jules. You can't win Moto2 races by that distance. You just can't do that nowadays. It was done in the first year or two, noted by, by Yanone, but he just never gave him a chance. A second out of the pack in each of the first two laps. Then he got a bit more and controlled it. Brilliant. Yeah, pretty impressive thing. But he's given the whole team a bit of a, a dilemma now, yeah. hasn't he? Because we've got that Moto GP situation at the end of the year. And we've got a, a bit of a poll running up on at BT Sport MotoGP, if you fancy it on uh, on our Twitter feed. You're in charge of the Mark VDS uh, uh, team. Uh, assuming you keep uh, Jack Miller, who will be your second MotoGP rider in 2018? Will it be Alex Marquez? Will it be Franco Morbidelli? Or would you keep Tito Rabat? I think I know where I'd be going with that. Uh, one thing about Alex Marquez, he's now won two races, both at home on Spanish tracks. I want to see him win away from home and then I might be voting for him. Asa next, which is a brilliant Moto2 track, and we're all looking forward to it. Let's then hear from Alex Marquez. He's had a great day today here in Catalonia. Alex, congratulations. You just love riding at home, don't you? Two victories in front of home fans this year, but here in Catalonia, it's a bit special, isn't it? Standing up there on the fence in front of your own fans. Yeah, it was so special. Uh, this victory uh, is unbelievable. And yeah, I'm really happy because the the thing well, the the race that we do it that was so so strong from the beginning i passed the first lap and i saw it in the uh, pit board uh, zero nine i said wow uh, come on keep pushing like this and i make the faster lap uh, so i feel really good on the bike just in the end was a little bit difficult to control the the front grip because was a little bit in the limit i have some 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 movements but in the end i think i'm i'm really happy it's a really good important uh, victory so we need to keep like this you were never worried you'd gone off too quick at the start and uh, no because you know uh, i know that if, if i push too much in the start then maybe the tires will drop too much but you know if somebody want to to follow me uh, we'll have the same problem so i make that and was the perfect strategy you look fantastic on the bike now a lot has changed this year are you starting to believe yeah, I start to believe, I start to enjoy. Uh, now I'm on the bike and we are one and uh, not two. So this is really important. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot on the bike uh, also today. The race was long, but we did it, so really, really happy. And it's great to see that. Enjoy the party tonight, Alex. Thank you, thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> OK, well, let's hear from Joan Zarco now because uh, he beat his teammate, uh, who probably wasn't very happy about that because he led for most of the way. Here's Joan Zarco. Joan, how strange was that race for you to have to fight your way through and then at the end start making up time, making up positions? Big learning process, I'm sure, for you in MotoGP to have to do it that way round. A big learning, I think, to, um, from the weekend, from Friday and Saturday, I struggle. I get a little bit stressful and uh, I think this has been the, um, my weak point of the weekend. Then when I understood that 
what what can bring me um, be stressful uh, anything so uh, I could be more relaxed on Sunday I knew that everybody will struggle a lot and in this kind of condition even if I struggle I think I have less problem than my opponents so starting from 14 was complicated you have to fight sometimes you try to break but uh, over 300 k's it's difficult to break you can go wide I had uh, one contact with Espargaro that I lost have lost time Again uh, with um, Lorenzo, when uh, he missed the break of corner one, then he tried to do the corner two and was so limited. So two times I really thought that race is done, is over, <laughs> but not. And uh, I expect I can catch the first group. I was feeling good, but after half race, I was almost same, same pace, get tired also. And uh, I trust that it's possible to take these guys for fifth position. I did it and I'm pretty happy. It's uh, just perfect after a difficult weekend like that. Yeah, and top Yamaha. Well done, Joanne. Great performance. Thank you. Thank you. See you. Yeah, it really was a great performance uh, all weekend for both of the boys, really. Stop leading. Sorry. Look at you. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking about the Yamahas, when was the last time that both the, the satellite beat the factory guys. Yeah, I don't know because I'm not an encyclopedia, but we can ask Julian to quickly look that <laughs> up. Um, but that's a very good point. And, and my question to you is, what, what does that mean? For, how bad is this for the factory Yamaha team, do you think, really? Whatever they've done, it does not work this year on low traction tracks. We figured that out at Jerez. Mm. And, and the, it's the rear of the bike that they couldn't get any grip from. Even, you know, even but if I'm, they moved the, the weight back, they still weren't getting it. I'm not really sure because I'm here and no grip in the rear is causing the front not to turn, which, as we know, once you start losing this, it just doesn't transfer the weight to the front so they can turn it. So they got a mystery they got to try and solve pretty quickly. Just the most bizarre weekend. Yamaha nowhere, uh, Marquez five crashes, and Davizio wins again. Mm, exactly. Bizarre. Final thoughts, uh, Davizio, so Delinia, Chiabatta, Tardozzi, I mean, all the Ducati guys, everybody, I mean, they spend so much money and to have two in a row, amazing. Yeah. Right, that's it from Barcelona. We'll be back in two weeks' time from round eight of the season, the Cathedral of Speed, Assen. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.